I am Brooklyn-based psychotherapist Nikita Banks, and I am your host of the Black Therapist Podcast. The Black Therapist Podcast is the podcast where we discuss the unique issues people of color face when dealing with mental health issues and mental health diagnosis. If you would like to reach out to us for feedback or show suggestions, show topics, please feel free to contact us at blacktherapistpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to new or past episodes on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. If you are having trouble listening to us on your preferred platform, or if you want us to be on a platform that we're not currently on, make sure that you send us a private message on our Instagram page at Black Therapist Podcast, or you can just drop us a message or send us an email at blacktherapistpodcast.com. If you want insider tips, resources, and access to our free mental health course, make sure that you text Get Happy to 66866. And my new book, Finding Happy, Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy, is available right now on Amazon. You can go to our website or go to our Instagram pages and click the link and purchase because we want to help you get your relationships together for 2018 and beyond. Please be mindful that this episode and all of the information that we provide here is just a resource and a tool to help get you started on your mental health journey. If you are feeling any mental health distress or you are having any significant issues, please feel free to reach out to us so that we can find you a mental health provider in your area. Okay, let's go. Hola, guys. Oh my gosh, welcome back to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Ah, oh, we have made it to the end of 2018 and I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm okay with seeing the year go. It has not been a bad year for me at all. It's been a really great year for me personally. Um if you guys remember in the top of 2018, I did a post I think about finding your tribe where I put up a post in this group I was saying I was lonely <laughs> as an entrepreneur and I just needed to find a group of like-minded people to um you know to kind of join me and so what it ended up hap- what it ended up what ended up happening was I started a Facebook group I think it was called Learn Grow a Show uh and you know, Facebook groups or communities, communities, period, they're kind of hard to maintain. Um, my social media stuff, shout out to everybody that follows me on one of my three Instagram pages, Miss Nikki Banks, N-I-K-I Banks, which is my personal page, uh, where you may see some ratchet uh, fuckery, <laughs> uh, definitely some inspirational posts, and you'll also see... Um, some mental health stuff. The podcast page was Black Therapist Podcast, which is basically just all about the podcast. And coming soon in 2019, very, very soon, there'll be some merchandising that'll happen there. And my book page was Finding Happy, the letter seven on Instagram, which I just started building. And so shout out to my, um, I think I have about 1,100 followers now, but I really started nurturing that page like a week ago. Maybe it's maybe it's been up like two weeks. Last week, I think I had like 150 followers or whatever. So, um, yeah, joining and maintaining a Facebook group has been a lot of work. So I had to scale back on that. Plus, you know, it's kind of hard to redirect people. That group grew really 
quickly. It went from like nobody in there to like 500 people in like less than two weeks. And so I'm, I'm not sure how many people are in there right now. But saying all of that to say, in the top of the year in that group, like we we were energized and we were focused. So everybody kind of put their goals in, what they wanted to work on, what their plans were for the year, what their objective was. And I think I probably hit about 90 percent of the goals that I had for the year, as well as definitely have have put the plans in place for the goals that I'm going to attain in 2019. So last year in 2018, my goal was really to just grow my business, um, increase awareness, let people know what I did, kind of get out of my own way in being shy. Cause a lot of business owners, especially as women, especially as black women, we kind of feel like we have imposter syndrome. We kind of feel like, you know, we got to be humble and not tell everybody what we do. But as my therapist says, it ain't bragging and it ain't bullshit if you can back it up. So, um, you know, I've kind of gotten out of my own way and just letting people know that, Hey, I'm a therapist and this is, this is what I do. Um, without psychoanalyzing them or making them feel uncomfortable at dinner parties, (laughs) dinner parties, which kind of happened tonight. So, um, so yeah, I've had an amazing year. That said, I don't really feel like Christmas for the first time in a long time. Like, I don't really feel like it. So last, this week I've actually gotten my Christmas tree up and my son is home from, from school, from college. And so, um, shout out to me. If you're following me on my social media page, how cute were we when that baby pictures I posted of, of him and that love letter to the young me is on my, um, social page miss nikki banks page whatever but um yeah my son came home and he's like look at this struggle tree like we can we get a new christmas tree and i was like absolutely not the tree is up it's it's missing leaves the leaves are falling so clearly it's a fall tree and not a christmas tree um or a winter tree and ah my tree has like a weave don't judge me but i'm like the like the 99 cent garland in there like patching together the holes in my tree it has lights on it has a hair weave it has not nan decoration except for a star at the top and I'm really feeling like I should leave it like that I would post a picture of my tree like I'm not doing the whole video podcast this week because I I look like crap I feel like crap and I don't feel like it if I gotta comb my hair again it's not worth it to me but um I may put a picture of it on my, like my, my Insta stories so that it can disappear. Show y'all my bald headed tree. But anyway, I'm not buying a new tree. I'm hoping between, you know, today and like Thursday, I'll be, be, be in the mood to like take out the ornaments and put them on. But I'm so behind. Usually my tree comes up in November. I just don't feel like it this year. I don't know what this is or what's going on. But this is where I am. So a little bit of housekeeping. I want you guys. I'm trying to get the dog to calm down. Because he's like walking all over the floor. So that's the noise that you hear. So damn disrespectful. At at any rate. um, I want to thank you guys for the, the overwhelming response to the I'll show last week. So last week I did a show about ending a friendship of like 15 years. And 
I've actually made a decision on what I'm going to do about the friendship, but talking about it was very, 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 very emotional because I think that there's, there's this idea that if things aren't going right in your friendships, it's your fault. Like it's, it's, it's something that you're doing or something that you're not doing. Like it doesn't matter. We internalize that shit. Like we, we are all still like that little girl or that little boy on a playground hoping that we're not the last person picked in dodgeball. Right. And so that, that goes for romantic relationships and that definitely goes for like friendships. And as I analyze the, the relationship, I'm like, damn, if she was a man that I was dating I would put up with this kind of shit, like not being responsive, not calling me back, um, just taking time away and not checking up on me or not not calling me. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up with this foolishness if it was like a guy that I was dating. And matter of fact, she wouldn't advise me to put up with it if it was a guy that I was dating. So it was kind of hard for me to like, look at it objectively like that. But once I started to, it, it made me think about, how I'm going to go forward in this relationship. So I told you guys I would make a call and I called her and I actually spoke to her and it wasn't a long conversation, but I have made a decision that I'm just going to allow it to fizzle out. Like I'm not going to break up. There's no need to make a, make a proclamation of I'm not your friend girl. Bye. (laughs) But I am going to like, start prioritizing my time differently in 2019 so that um my her access to me will be limited uh and and that's it like I don't think there's anything that needs to be said I love her I can still love her if I see her out in public it'll it'll all be love I don't hate her I'm not mad at her but I just think that we're going in different directions and the support that I need to be in this friendship and feel valued in the friendship, I, um, I ain't getting, so I'm going to leave it alone. So there's that. But I, I mean, I didn't realize like how many people were going through that kind of thing. Like I got so many comments like, girl, you up in my head and oh, it's like you speak in my life, but it's really hard to maintain friendships I think that we just do it when we go to elementary school or we do it in pre-k and you meet somebody and you're like you want to play and you think that you're supposed to be lifelong best friends for the rest of your lives and that's not really it everybody comes to relationships with whatever they show up with everybody brings themselves to relationship and although I'm not internalizing it like she's not going to be my friend anymore I um I hate her (laughs) or you know, she's not going to be my friend anymore. We're not going to be friends anymore. That there's something wrong with me. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with letting it go. And this weekend, this weekend kind of really reinforced friendships because I went to a therapist Christmas party at first on Friday. And then I ended up going to hang out with my, one of my, my closest friends and his friends, which was a new social setting, but everybody had such a great time and it was so filled with love and everybody treated each other nicely. Um, and then today, today I went to hang out with my friend Ty and it were like celebrities and like, you know, she, she people there. And of course I had on one of my five 
um, sweatshirts because I told y'all I have five sweatshirts and leggings. I didn't have on leggings today. I had on jeans. But that's my uniform for the winter. Um, <laughs> but I had on one of my cute sweatshirts. I think it's cute. And, um, you know, shout out to Laquan Smith, who is a fabulous designer for just Google him. Uh, he said he liked my outfit. So there's that, right? So, you know, it was so much love this weekend. I've, I've, I've been around so many people that appreciate me and they love me and they celebrated me. And that's the kind of energy I want to be around. It kind of reinforced who I am and what I want out of my loving relationships. And it's not like I didn't know that, right? But you know, if you got a million dollars and somebody offers you a million more, you're not going to be like, no, I don't want the million dollars. You're just like, yes, I'll take a million more because it feels good, right? And so, you know, I'm very appreciative to the friends that did step up for me this weekend. It kind of reinforced to me what friendship is supposed to look like and what being included is supposed to look like. And it was like people that I didn't even know at these events, but everybody was so damn dope and their energy was so good and open that um, I wish y'all could see. My dog is like sitting on my lap and he's like licking into the mic. I mean, he's not licking the mic because that's kind of nasty. But anyway... Um, there he goes. So I just, I just want you guys to to try to infuse love in your relationships. And, you know, this is a great time for people to be reevaluating their roles in relationships and stuff. And I, so of course, all day on my timeline was about Cardi B and y'all, everybody knows if you don't know, Cardi is my birthday twin. Um, my birthdays are the same exact day. And I don't want to get into whether I don't, I, I always try to avoid cheating as a topic. I think it's a hot topic. I think everybody wants to know how you can get past cheating. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't know. I do know. I think that everybody just needs to chill and mind their business to stay out of that situation and just allow these two people to make the best decisions for themselves. I think Cardi has it. I think she knows what she wants to do already. Um, but I also think that Offset needs to sleep with one eye open if he takes her back because I know how we Libras get down. We may forgive you and we may take you back, but we don't forget. We we don't we don't forget. Mm-mm. We we I don't I don't forget. I don't know about Cardi. I'm gonna speak for myself. I I don't forget. So, you know, I think that we have to stay out of each other's way. And I'm in a group. Uh, shout out to Dr. Joy Bradford. I think that that's her name, or Joy Harding. There's so many Dr. Joys that are <laughs> that are in this mental health space. But Dr. Joy from Therapy for Black Girls. I'm in one of her groups, and in one of the groups, I think. You know, a woman had posted up something to the effect that her husband was on a dating app and she she saw it and there had been some past infidelities and yada, yada. And I like really didn't want to post. I really didn't want to comment. But I saw some of the posts on the, the comments that were like they were posting up blogs to like, oh, get over relationships. And they were posting up like, um, you know, posting up, up, up a blog post on you know, or how all men cheat 
And then one woman commented that sometimes men cheat and it's unintentional. And I'm like, how can you cheat unintentionally? Like, that's crazy. I just think that we have so many warped ideas of what a reciprocal relationship is supposed to look like and the the inequity of the responsibility of all of our relationships that it usually 90% falls on us. Whether it's the us in friendships or whether it's the us in family or whether it's the us in dating relationships. Like everybody wants to talk about what Nikita's responsibility is in a relationship, but ain't nobody telling me what I'm getting in exchange. You know, even in my own like personal relationship, like I had like a, this is kind of TMI, but I had like a five hour conversation about my roles and responsibilities in my relationship with my partner and I I listened to it but at the end of the day his role and responsibility and and what he wasn't doing to cause this whole long ass conversation he owned up to in one line so I listened, but there wasn't anything left for me to say about anything because I've said every single thing that I've said. Like once I told you what I need and I ask you if you can meet my needs and you agree and say that you can, but you don't, I get to make a decision on whether or not I want to continue to do this. So if Cardi has told Offset what she needs, I think she said a number of times on social media, I just need time. I want people to stay out of it. I want everybody to stop bashing him. And I want to figure this out on my own because I have a real baby and a real marriage. And this is real people and I have real feelings. And this is a real thing, right? I mean, don't show up at my job with shit, bro. That, But that's just me. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm not going to get into whether that is abusive, but on that post that I was talking about in the group, we got into a little bit of a kerfuffle because the girl was saying that cheating is not abusive. And I believe that cheating is abusive. I think that I don't think I hate when I say I think something when I know for a fact people cheat because they're not getting their needs met in a relationship. All the time. Now, that doesn't mean that Cardi didn't do something in the relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he had needs that she did not fulfill. And it is possibility. It's a possibility that the needs that she didn't fulfill, he couldn't even communicate. He probably wasn't even honest about. He probably didn't even tell her. And a lot of men fill their emotional holes with sex. A lot of men have sex with with women that they don't have any emotional connection with just to feel alive. A lot of men deaden their feelings and sexual, you know, intimacy is the only way that they feel like something. A lot of men don't have a clear definition of what manhood is. So they think that procreation and, you know, ejaculating Y'all know I was going to say something else because I'm from the hood. But ejaculating is a real thing. Off topic, so, and I'm whispering because he's home. When my son was, like, 12 and I had to, like, explain birds and the bees and, like, tell him 
about like sexual stuff and I explained ejaculation he just he ran out of the room screaming and said that I made that up and that um I was lying I hope he asked his father if I was telling the truth but hey I was trying to explain biology to him in a way I mean it was an age-appropriate conversation but I think that that's a funny story so I just figured I, I figured I'd share it he's gonna kill me if he ever hears this he probably never will but um yeah, like we have to have a clear definition of the roles of men in these relationships because everybody wants to tell you as a relationship expert what your responsibility and your role is in anything that breaks down in the relationship, if it's communication, if it's intimacy, if it's whatever. They want to tell you what you're supposed to do as a woman. You got to you got to you got to suck, you got to have sex, you got to you got to look sexy you gotta keep it tight you gotta be educated you gotta pay the bills you gotta wash the kids you gotta you know clean your own car like you got all the pay you got all this stuff to do and what is your partner doing like nobody is talking about the roles and responsibilities of your partner and a lot of us we've taken on these roles in these relationships where we're not getting anything that that we want out of it and I've seen my mother do it I'm sure you guys have seen your mothers do it. We've seen grandmas do it. And I don't want to be a martyr. I ain't here for that. I ain't Virgin Mary. You're not martyring me. You're not going to build no statues to to my, um, you know, my morality. You're not going to build no statues around, you know, my piousness or I don't even know. I I don't virtue. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know the word because it don't apply to me. But. You're not going to build no statues around my virtue and, and, and me withholding what I need out of life because I'm, I'm hoping that me being a good girl is going to get me the right relationship or get me the right results. Now nah, I'm going to just go after what I want. The reason that I wrote Finding Happy Seven Steps to Relationships That Will Not Steal Your Joy is because a lot of my life I had been in these relationships, being the good girl, being the good wife, um, playing the the role hoping that I got the part I was interning in all these damn relationships and never got no damn job so I'm just interning 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 what was you interning for is you gonna get is you gonna get work or not is I'm getting hired or not so I had to learn that you know what nah I have to be proactive about how I pick and choose who I I give my energy and my time with and there are a lot of women that have invested years decades months babies all in the hopes that they will become wives or, or get picked or be chosen you do the choosing you can do the choosing. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. That means that he has to find you, but you acquiesce. You agree. You can say, nah, brah, I'm not, I'm not here for this. You could put limits in place. You, you set boundaries. You got to keep your word with them. If you tell your man, yo, if you cheat, I'm leaving. You got to be ready to leave if they cheat. Cause if you don't, Keep your word the first time, they never believe you. I I, I, I was going to say that kids, y'all know I have a child and I have a dog and I have a man. They're very, <laughs> they're very similar. You got to train them, all of them. But if you tell your child, uh, baby, you can't have a cookie 
right now unless you eat your vegetables but halfway through him eating his vegetables he throws a tantrum and then you give him a cookie just to shut him up he's never gonna eat his vegetables again and he's gonna know the way that I get you is through a tantrum if I tell my dog to do something Right. And I'm, my dog doesn't understand a lot of things, but he understands the T word. I cannot say it right now because he's looking at me. But T-R-E-A-T. He knows what that means. I hope he can't spell. <laughs> he knows what that means. And whenever I says that word, he licks his lips because he knows what comes next. So anything that I ask him to do before that. Now he's running around the room like he understood me. Anything that I say before that, he's like, oh, I'm with it, mommy. Men are the same way. Now, if I say you, you're going to have that and then I don't give it to him, it loses the effectiveness of me making him do whatever it is that he would do for that exact thing. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. Anybody that has psychology one on one understand what operant conditioning means. Right. And Pavlov's dog. I don't know if you guys know who Pavlov is. Pavlov was this guy. I feel like I told this story recently. But Pavlov was this guy who rang a bell and gave, um, I think, a dog a treat. And the dog learned how to ring the bell and get the treat on his own. So then after that, even if you rang the bell and you didn't give him the treat, his mouth would water because immediately he associated the bell with the treat. Like, there are behavioral techniques that you can do to get what you want out of relationships but first you got to know you got to be very clear on what your intentions are and a lot of times we're not clear and a lot of times we don't keep our word you may tell your man i'm gonna I'm leave you if you cheat oh gosh i'm gonna throw that dog out the window i won't but um you know we tell our dog we tell our i get it i have a i have sweet potato pie in front of me my dog wants the pie at any rate um we tell our men things and we don't keep, we're not consistent. We're not clear. We don't know how to communicate exactly what we want. We don't have a clear objective to, to what we want to get out of the situation. And we let our emotions guide us in a way or rule us in a way or, or push the situation in a, in a direction that we don't even want to go in. Like, you got to think about, you got to think about that. Like, what do I really want in this moment? Do I want to be mad at my man for saying something stupid? Or do I really just want him to hug me and kiss me and, like, make love to me right now? Like, you got to ask yourself what you want more. And and what is going to get you the end result? So again, this is our last show for 2018. I wish I could talk more, but the dog is really, really getting on my nerves. I really wasn't feeling well all it, all today. Um, so I just wanted to say, you know, thank you guys for everybody rocking with me in 2018. We're going to have so much more things coming up in 2019. I am looking at event spaces right now so if you're in the new york city area and you want to come to our first live podcast taping make sure you get on our mailing list because that's going to be coming up soon and i have another event that i'm planning um for first quarter 2019 like i'm really excited about the things that we have going on 
Um, as well as I want to start doing a little bit more workshops in my office on the weekends because I have the space and capacity to do some workshops and events. So, yeah, I think I might actually just do that. I'm looking at event space like my office doesn't have enough space. But anyway, um, you know, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I appreciate all of the support. I, I thrive off of their inter- interactions. It was a funny thing happened. I shared a blog, no, not a blog, a podcast post from one social media site to the next. And I guess people didn't, they just thought I was reposting someone else's content. So a girl was like, oh, I love the show. That girl is amazing, whatever, whatever. And I'm like chatting with her and re- replying to her and I'm like thanks well I'm that girl but you know thanks and she was like oh my god I can't believe you're who I'm admiring (laughs) and then last week I went to um I went to a show at King's Theater and the girl who was taking my ticket she was like I know you you're that you're that black therapist so like when I see you guys out never ever ever um even if I'm busted y'all I'm I told y'all already I'm probably going to be busted. But even if I'm busted, you know, hit me up. Let me know. You know, you follow me. You like what I'm doing. You appreciate me because I'm sitting at home in my room recording this show right now and getting growled at by a dog. This it could get very isolating and um, it, it becomes hard work to do. You don't often see the results. So damn disrespectful. You think he cares that like I went to a good school and like I'm people think I'm an authority and stuff. He don't give two craps. Matter of fact, nobody in my life cares. So if you guys care, um, that's not true. But if you guys care and you see me out, you know, and you want to give me some love, please do because I need it. I need it. This is very isolating, especially to take on this career path. You know, when I told my family and friends that I was going to be a therapist, some of them that knew me, knew me was like, girl, what? Um, And then others, you know, really, really pushed against it. Like, oh, now you're going to be psychoanalyzing us. Now you're going to be telling us like I had a good friend tell me I, you know, I'm always pushing therapy. I'm like, I never tell my friends to go to therapy I just tell my friends what happens to me in therapy if they ask um I tell them how therapies improve my life some of them can see that the stuff that I used to do I don't do anymore the things then the ways that I used to react in, in negative ways to negative things I don't do anymore so I mean you think it's a, it's an easy path when you see black therapists out here promoting what they do and promoting themselves but it's for me it's bittersweet because I know that as much as I try to say hey I'm a black therapist and this is what I do and this is what I believe in I know that it goes against the cultural and societal norms and people are looking at me crazy at times and people are looking at me as if I'm an alien and if if, you know I'm brainwashed by you know I don't know the white patriarchy to believe that every single thing that happens is dysfunction and that's not true what I do believe is that every single thing that we we manifest we get from our thoughts 
and what I believe is as a black person in this country, we are always under psychological attack. And I believe that if we don't learn to to gain self mastery over our thoughts, feelings and emotions and our reactions, we are never going to be able to get the life that we want. And we're going to continue to be living somebody else's dream or living somebody else's reality or allowing somebody else's narrative to to run our lives. And I want to be in control of me. I've always had this idea that there was more out there for me. I've always had this idea that that God had more in store for me than the way that I was living my life. And it wasn't until I got clear on what I wanted and I learned the skills necessary to get those things through therapy that I was able to do, you know, do what I wanted to do with my life. And I'm excited about life I don't I don't look at everything with fear and anxiety even though I still suffer from anxiety because hello I'm black in America but um I, I don't look at everything with fear and anxiety I also look at things like you know what I don't know what's coming next but if as long as I'm doing my work I know that it'll be pretty dope I know that I have a 50 50 chance of succeeding or learning something from this so I'm good and I don't have that fear of failure that I used to have you know, I don't have that fear of acceptance that I used to have. I don't I don't have that fear of people not liking me or me being insecure and, and me having to do the right things and say the right things. I'm just going to show up as me and be authentic. And if you love it, then I love you. And if you don't, then yo, I'm going to just choose another audience. So, you know, I hope that I've given you guys enough dope content. I hope that I've given y'all you know, a lot of good conversation this year. Our numbers are crazy. The support that you guys give me, it fuels me. I appreciate every one of you guys who listen and, and, you know, show us love. And I just wanted to say that I'm not going to cry. Not going to cry. I want to cry. But, um, I'll see you guys in 2019. Okay, I have, I, have, I have so many things that I'm planning on doing and I really want to get our YouTube page going in the last um, two weeks of the year. So that's part of what I'll be doing as, as, well, as well as planning strategy for 2019 and as well as maybe taking some time off to myself. I'm hoping to spend some time with my family for the holidays. But if not, I'm definitely spending some time for self-care um, over this next two weeks that I'm probably going to take off from work as well okay so I just wish you guys health and happiness from this day forward and I hope that you guys understand that if you have any mental health issues as we all do that are beyond your current skill set or current skill level please find a professional to help support you okay and if you have a mental health diagnosis which I know not everybody does Please do what you need to do to to manage it because it's no different than anything else. And we all can have good lives as long as we are following medical directives if we have any kind of diagnosis. Okay? So I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Be well. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Black Therapist Podcast. Once again, you can follow us on all our social media sites at Black Therapist Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as Black in Therapy on Facebook. Or you can follow your host, me, Miss M-S-N-I-K-I Banks on Instagram and Twitter, as well as you can find out any information about me at Nikita N-I-K-I. 
BlackTherapistPodcast.com and on the show's website, BlackTherapistPodcast.com. And don't forget, if you want to send us any general feedback, show suggestions, uh, show topics, or guest ideas, please feel free to drop us an email at BlackTherapistPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Be well.